Hello everyone, it's Joe here and welcome to episode number 24 of the Snake Draft FPL League podcast. In this show, we'll be going through all the key issues in Draft Fantasy Premier League. There'll be a bit about our league, which is hosted by the website Draft Fantasy Football. We use official FPL scoring with the addition of Kante points, which are one extra point per every two tackles or interceptions. So while we're focused on DFF, what we chat about will also definitely apply to official FPL and Togger-style Draft Fantasy as well. We'll also chat through a couple of general football and fantasy topics, such as team and player comparisons. If you're listening on audio and you haven't seen the YouTube channel, I would definitely advise going over there because we do a few more bits than just the pod, such as our weekly waiver wire video discussing the best likely free agents. Snake Draft FPL is a 12-man head-to-head league, and I'm joined today by the one and the only <laughs> Mr. Nicky Noodle. Nick, how are you doing? Yeah, all good. I, uh, for one, wouldn't want to be a United fan tonight. Oh dear, yeah. oh dear, oh dear. Yeah. Yeah, the United boys have run and hid. Hidden, um, powered away. Yeah. yeah, it's just the two of us tonight. Uh, we've, you know, we're a bit thin on the ground. Uh, the league are all seem they seem to be busy doing stuff, which doesn't yeah. seem right. Lives right, outside you know. of fantasy football. Yeah, it doesn't don't strike me as normal behaviour. But there you go. Definitely not. I'm, I've got a strange selection of drinks tonight. I've got a tea and a diet coke. Caffeine nice. free. Caffeine free. But uh, yeah. It's actually a decaf tea as well, just just for you know. Just nice, sure. very decaf yeah. tea. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm not. I don't want to be up all night. Um, but yeah, how? Okay, let's let's just get straight into it. Game week twenty eight is live. We are uh, just over halfway through. It's Monday night as we record, and there's a goal. Just just oh. as I start, Harry Kane, fucking one nil to Harry Tottenham. Kane. Nice. Uh, uh, that's Dave's boy, isn't it? Well, Dave is flying oh, anyway, so that doesn't make <coughs> too much difference to anyone. I don't know who got the assist. I'm sure it will pop up shortly. Um, so, as you can tell, the Everton-Tottenham game has just kicked off. We are, what, 11 minutes in, I think. By the time you listen to this, you will know the result, I'm sure. Um, so, yeah, we've got that game tonight, and then there's four games on Thursday. It's a Sessignon assist. I, don't think, I think he's a free agent in our league. Um... Yeah, so there's four games on Thursday, so yeah, a lot of people have got a lot of doublers, so there's there's plenty left to play for. Um, let's just kick off then with the Rugby Boy Derby. Um, <laughs> Mac, from what I can see here, is on, it looks like 32, the app is loading very slowly. Yeah, Max on 32, and Nick, you're on 64. 64. What a week. Run us through your week. Tell us who your scorers were and and how you're getting on. Well, uh, clean sheet from Mendy. With that, just I don't know if you listened to the pod last week, but last uh, last week, like Chay, I swapped um, <clears throat> James for Brozier. Sorry, Brozier yeah. for James. First game week, I put him in. 18 point return. Oh, Thank you very much, sick. John. John Murdoch. It's a bit of justice for the DCL. Dennis trade where I think I got mugged off a little bit but not to the level he's he's done himself that here bad. that is bad um, especially when he could have had Kane for um, James which wouldn't have been too bad so yeah 18 points from James 12 from uh, Trent and 10 from Odegaard and 9 from Bernardo are pretty much my main point scorers nice. so far <clears throat> a pretty good week um, looking at Max team well, well, well. Where oh do dear, I start? Oh dear, oh dear. Oh dear. He got slapped about by me last week. And he's, yeah, he's, he's going to get it again. At, yeah. The only return he's got is Dunk with seven. And then 
Mac, in his wisdom, has Fred and Gwehi on the bench at five and six, respectively. Mm. Um, so, yeah, he will actually get the Fred five points from Fred as Firmino's not starting, but it will make absolutely no difference. Shocking, shocking performance from McCauley. Yeah, poor old Mac. He's, uh, he's not... Yeah, I say I slapped him about last week. We actually drew last week, but it was a moral victory for me because he got some nonsense. Uh, he's not he's not on the best of it's two nil. Oh, two nil. Human Son. That's George Boy. That's it makes their game interesting. We'll get onto that shortly. Yeah. But uh Yeah. Oh dear, I hope Tottenham don't run away with this. That that will be very upsetting as an Arsenal fan. Um so yeah, Mac, his form is not great. Um, his team is not great. His, his team is worse than his form. In, in the only fact, so. player on Max's team that's worth having is Cancelo and maybe TL's TL'sman. TL, TL's, yeah. yeah there. Other than that, absolute trash. Yep. Yeah, yeah, dog shit. Uh, moving swiftly on then. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's an easy win for you this week, Nick. What? Congratulations. Um, God, the app is running slow tonight, which is not yeah. ideal because I've not normally see often when I'm prepared and when I'm you know thinking ahead, <laughs> I quite often screenshot all the teams um, well, so that I can just flick through all my photos because it's just in case the app's down, which it often uh, is. Uh, well, I haven't got, done that this week. Uh, but it's, it's working. It is, yeah, no, I've got it now. It's working. Yeah. It's just, it's just, it's just going slow. Uh, so I am beating Boar quite handily i'm on 45 points um and that's really made up from a rudiger clean sheet and kevin de bruyne 18 point haul uh against united uh i didn't actually watch any of that game i was playing golf and i didn't even didn't eat i, I was completely well, i didn't forget it was happening but i didn't even check the score until i finished which was after the game finished and i just you know we just load up live score yeah. and you see 4-1 i thought Come on, open it up. KDB, KDB, two goals and assist. <clears throat> Fucking beautiful. Um, How was um, Lukaku done for you this week, Joe? Uh, zero points so far. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Nothing you, yet. Yeah. Uh, still got another game to go, though. So, yeah. you know, uh, yeah, we'll see. How many see. minutes does he, did he get this week? Uh, he didn't come on this week. Oh, I think they're saving, they must be saving him for Norwich. Oh, yeah, I that's, reckon, yeah. That's why I reckon so. We'll, away, yeah, Norwich game. away, yeah. Uh, we'll see. Uh, it's a it's a gamble. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm not too. I'm pretty chuffed. Yeah, I think I don't. I never really rated Broja that highly. I mean, you've done very well out of it by getting Reese James for Broja, which is madness in my opinion. <laughs> but I I rate him as a player, but as a fantasy option, yeah, I don't know. So yeah. it's not like if I'd given away one of my big boys for Lukaku, then I'd be very worried. But at the end of the day, he's kind of a, an addition to the team at this point it's just the speculation uh, so I, I don't, he's going to do yeah, well I don't, I don't expect much from him week in week out and we'll just see what happens um, but yeah <clears> so <throat> I've, I've, had, I've had a pretty decent week I've still got I think nine to play um, because You're, um, loads of doublers this week yeah so. well you've also like you're playing Boar who's got 12 points out on the bench with Pogba and Sancho yeah um, yeah, yeah that's true although he oh, I think did Kula Kula says, get the Kulikevsky has started oh he he got an assist as well. He, he got the assist for the uh, oh, okay. song goal. So Trincao, did Trincao play? No, Trincao didn't play, I don't think. So he'll get... Did Armstrong play? Uh, Arms, not Adam Armstrong, well. no. No, he didn't. No. 
<clears throat> so he will get a Pogba points, but he also gets zero Well, Armstrong's got a double, off. so he might. Oh, he really? Might, uh, okay. yeah, yeah, he might come back. But we'll see. I mean, I'm not too worried because I've just got so many. I mean, it's, you know, if Kudasevsky gets fucking 15 points tonight, yeah. then I'll be worried. But at the moment, I'm not that worried. I've got so many players left to play that, you know, it, I should finish in the 60s pretty even yeah. just off appearance points and I don't see Bohr getting there unless he has yeah. like some major hauls from like Matt Target or John Joe Shelby yeah. so, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it's I don't think it's likely um, next up team hey. this is the, the my, my my app now says no fixtures this game week yeah. which I know is a lot fantastic lie. yeah well, I've, got, I've, got, I've got Dave's team here crikey I didn't realise to- to- let's, yeah, let's go on to that Patrick that's Dave versus a- Brad isn't it yes correct yeah so Dave's done quite doing quite well I've got Larice in goal and obviously playing when we've got Barnes with 10 Martinelli with 8 Ivan Tony with 17 and Pookie with 9 um, yeah so for 55 points for Dave as it stands at the moment and 35 for Brad. Not looking good for Brad. Um, probably, uh, here's a question for you, Joe, quickly. Why are you going to load up? Sterling, it is fit that run of form. Mm. <clears throat> should, should Brad have traded him when he was returning? Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. That, I mean, I think he could have got. He could have got a big player for that. Pretty much anyone, I think, apart from Salah. Yeah. I. You know, there was a period where he was getting double digits every week, and, and Brad. Yeah. I'm pretty sure on the pod, Brad said it's probably a good idea to trade him, but I'm not going to. Yeah. So, yeah, I think uh, I think I think there was a period where it was time to get rid, um, and he and he didn't do it. But I've man- I've I've decided I've moved to the website now yeah. because the app is is not being friendly. So I've moved straight over to the website. So I'm back. I'm back in business. Uh, yeah, Dave's on a pretty good week. Fifty-five points. Um, that Tony hat trick. Yeah, where that kind of kind of come out of nowhere, didn't it? I mean, two penalties mm-hmm. and a, and a goal. Did you see? I don't know if you saw this. Um, Thomas Frank, the Brentford manager, said in the post-match pre- press conference that he thinks Ivan Tony is the best penalty taker in the world at the moment. Right. And I was like, that is fuck. And my instinct was, that is fucking ridiculous. But then. His two penalties were very good. They were very good. And very he doesn't good, miss. Yeah. He's scored, like, a lot of penalties in a row, and he doesn't miss them. And he's taken some pretty high pressure penalties. And I thought, maybe he is. And that, but, you know, you think Brentford striker, there's no way he's the best player taken in the world. But I guess he's playing in the Premier League. It's not like he's a nobody. And. Yeah. A lot of the best players in the world at the moment aren't great penalty takers. Like, yeah, I don't know. And then it just made, I don't know. Maybe it's not ridiculous. Like, I, yeah. Big claim. It is a big claim, but I can't, no one really jumps to mind of like, he's better, way better. Jorginho, maybe, but he's missed some. Like, uh, James Ward-Prowse is a good penalty taker, but I don't know if I'd say he's better than Tony like he's missed a couple it's not um, really a, yeah I don't know yeah that's weird really thing isn't it yeah weird thing but I couldn't I couldn't off the top of my head think of anyone that's actually better so yeah uh, yeah Dave, so Dave's having a decent week he also got a return from Barnes um, that kind of came out of nowhere Brad's had nothing go for him really Martinez clean sheet and the Coutinho Hall 
Um, but other than that, it's a lot of zeros, a lot of zeros. Uh, Smith Listen. Rowe missed out, Rice <clears throat> missed out, uh, Gabriel one point, Shaw didn't play, Diaz didn't play. Yeah, not but not the best week for Brad. But he's, he's got a few doublers, so you know Coutinho could go ham again, and and he's got um, Che Adams as well, and and uh, Jimenez doubling, so he's got a chance. Um, but yeah. Doesn't look good for him. No. No. Uh, right. Next up, we have got uh, John versus. No, that is yep. the wrong bit. Yes, John sorry. Versus John versus Connor. Connor. John versus Connor. Uh, John is on 47. Connor is on 66. Connor's form is pretty worrying, I'd say. Uh, his form is pretty good at the moment. What do you? What are your thoughts on on Connor's team at the moment? Sixty six points so far. He's got quite a few doublers. Well, he's forty from Pulisic and fourteen from Havertz is pretty good. Six and six from those two Liverpool boys, Canate and Robertson, and thirteen from Fraser. So he's in for a good good game week. Um, but I think Connor kind of blows hot and cold, like you're saying. So you know, he's probably gonna he's probably got this one sealed away, I reckon, but. Yeah, he'll probably get smashed next week. Yeah, uh, I'm playing him next week. Yeah, and no, it's it'll be a uh, fifty-point draw. It's it's going to be a big big week for both of us, I think, because I think it's a big it's another double game week next week, and we've both got quite a significant amount of doublers. Um, so yeah, four, fourteen from Pulisic, fourteen from Havertz. 13 from Fraser. I believe he picked up Fraser, Pulisic, and Kanata off the waivers this week for a combined Tasty. 33 points, which is, I uh, will give him wow. credit. That is exceptional management. Very, very that good. That is good. Yeah. I, I don't know how I missed Fraser being on the waivers because I actually looked at picking up a Newcastle mid. And no one's um, picked him up. He's the first one. To he pick he him obviously up. was sat sat there on the way, on the on the freeze, but I didn't notice him because I looked at Willock, and but Nathan had already got him. And then I thought, oh, is there any other mids I could go for? And had a look around and didn't really like the look of anyone. But I must have missed Fraser because I think I would have considered picking him up if if I'd noticed him. But yeah, I must I, I missed that. So it's a bit of a mistake by me because uh, I ended up picking up Partey instead um, just for his double next week. So. Yeah, good management by Connor there. That's probably one in the game as well. Uh, mm. Saka for John, 14 points, but he doesn't have a double, so you know it, that's that's all out for him. Cash on 11 with another game to go. Allison nine. You know it's not over, uh, but it's a big lead, uh, and they've got similar number of players left. So yeah, I think I think Connor's got this in the bag. It would. I think the only thing John can hope for really is a Saints big win. Uh, against Newcastle because um, John's got Walker Peters, Armstrong, Stuart Armstrong, Ambrosia in that, so that would that would kind of sort him out. But yeah, I'm not sure if I see it to be honest. I think that'll be a Connor victory, uh, which would see him as we'll get to the table uh, in a bit. That would see him really uh, start climbing up the table. Uh, next up, we've got Mike versus Jordan Russell. And, slippery Jordan, uh, slipping down the table. Yeah, another L Jordan, another L inbound. And I just actually have something to uh, play. 
I received this today from Mr. Michael Antrobus, and I'm just going to play it for everyone on the pod. This is Mike here. I just had a short message for Jordan Russell, and that is your team is fucking shit. You're the worst manager in this league, and you can suck it! So Mike couldn't be with us this evening, but you know he's left that message for Jord. I think I think it's fair. You know Mike's on fifty-two. Shah ten-pointer with another game to play. We picked up off the waivers. Six from Thiago Silva with another game to play. He's got two Wolves defenders who have another game. Uh, Zaha, Douglas, Luis both return. Mane eight. Ian Acho four. He's having a, a quietly good week again. Uh, Mike's Mike. performance picked up. It's, it's good. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. very good. Jordan uh, does have, as he always does, has a Danny Ings on the bench with 16 points. I know. Without fail, brutal, every every game week every he has a player week. on the bench with multiple points. And it, it'll be very interesting to see if he gets him because it all comes down to if King plays in their second game of the game week. Um, and King's... It's it's a it's a tweaked hamstring, I think. So it's like fifty fifty if he's going to play. Tight um, hamstring. Yeah, tight hamstring. Potential so, return is the is the game next game week. Yeah, so he may play. Um, is you know the I think um, Roy said it's touch and go. It wouldn't surprise me if he starts on the bench and then Jordan will be sweating. You know, because that sixteen points would put him right in the mix with Mike. Mm. Um, if he doesn't get that, I don't see him winning. Uh, George this week I mean he's going to get Anderson six points off the uh, off the bench right every week we play how many t- players George going to get have not played this week and I believe a couple of us were like ah oh, he might get like 14 out this week well Alonso missed out Bednarek oh no Bednarek did play actually didn't he I think they but they just got battered uh, so that zero points he did play sorry Reggion not in the squad for some reason as Piliqueta didn't play, so he's even even the week where we thought he's going to get quite a few. You know, it's a big double game week. He still had a load of players miss out. Um, so yeah, that's quite funny. But yeah, that game is it's not over. I'll say that it's not over. I think Mike will win just because he's got so many players left. You're bound. He's bound to pick up a few points here and there enough to get through. Yeah. George, yeah, George, man, your team is on the. Need side. to make some changes, George. Needs to make some changes. He's living in. He's living in. Um, he's living in October. You know, he's living yeah. in November, where his team was very good. Uh, and it's just, yeah. I mean, he picked up Wendia about four weeks ago, and it seemed like an okay pickup at the time. But since then, it's, it's just one point city. So get rid. Come on. I mean, his, his bright idea this week was to pick up Mbermo, who he ridiculed me for the first half of the season for owning. And uh, that's just kind of blown up his face. So, yeah. Uh, okay, then, on to the final game. Of, Good Lord, this uh, is a stinker. This game week. This is very stinky. It is very, very, very stinky. Uh, and that is Ben versus Nath. It looks to me like Ben's going to win this. Um, mm. Nafe doesn't have too much left. And on that note, I do have something from Mr. Ben Antrobus, as he, he requested to make a, a comment on this game week. Yeah, Nafe is 
absolutely wank at this fucking game. Honestly, how he's top, I don't know. A country be top of the Empire State Building and chuck himself off after this performance. <laughs> it is ridiculous. I'll beat him in a sack of bowl and I'll beat him now. So that's that's Ben's thought. I mean, he hasn't actually beat him yet. Um, no. And Sa- uh, no, Liverpool don't have a double game week, do they? No, Liverpool don't. I'm struggling um, to get... Oh, here we go. I've got Ben's team up now. So, yeah, he's got the Schmeichel 10 points. Uh, he's got Saiz, Kilman, Dendonka and Moutinho all to go again um, with Wolves. It's a battle of the Wolves uh, players. Yeah, it will, will all come down the to the, to between the Wolves players, <laughs> I, I would have thought. Um, Nathan, uh, on the other hand, whose team... Oh, yeah, here we go. Nathan... Um, has had nothing really. It's a lot of threes and fours. You know, three from Salah, a few Kante points from Willock and Neves and, and Kante himself. Uh, blanks for Antonio Veghorst. You know, it's it's not. Uh, Eight Nori didn't play again, so he's got Cucurella's one point coming off the bench. I just yeah, I don't see the points there for Naif. I think Ben is just going to have a little bit too much um, and and just walk away with it. It is a stinky, stinky old game, this, though. I mean, it's 25-22 at the moment. And it, I reckon Ben will probably win about 38-30 or something, which is not great. Um, but, yeah, that is that is the game week um, so far. So, let's move on to the league table, uh, if I can get it up. Yes, victory, I've got it up. Right, so, Nath. Uh, still top as always 61 points 12 points clear a second he is officially pretty much definitely in playoffs now I think he could lose every game from now and still make it so that's a weight off his mind Um, then we've got Dave in second on 49 who is winning this week so he should be pretty cemented in the top four I would have thought then we've got John and Nick 46 45 to round out the top four so it's there you know if if you and john oh i mean john's probably going to lose so i guess that but you know if you win this week it could you could get up to a sort of a six point gap to fifth which is is yeah, at least I then think, you've got a spare game which is always I, quite nice i just about to say i think if I, if, I get, if I get the win this week i've kind of stopped the slide a little bit yeah uh at a very crucial time because if i'd lost this i'd probably would have been uh, no I wouldn't have been dropping out of the playoffs but I would have been very close, close to the playoffs. Yeah. yeah like a point of point of it so I think I've stopped the slide at a critical time made a few changes so hopefully it's upwards from here yeah uh, yeah I think you know if you can if you can get a couple of I, I still think it's going to be mid to high 50s uh, will be the cut off so realistically you probably need maybe three or four wins after this week which isn't that much really I mean I know we've only got what eight game weeks to go I think now mm. um, but yeah I think you're p- three wins you'll probably be in- will probably be enough for you after this week um, so that's that should be should do that I would have thought uh, next up we got George 42 probably going to lose again this week he could he could go down to seventh this week I don't think he will just because I don't think Brad's going to win but uh, yeah it could it could have been seventh for him this week which is fucking hilarious Um, Brad next up on 40 points so he's currently five points off playoffs but it's probably going to be six after this week because he's losing uh, and you're winning 
So yeah, it'll be six points off. Brad's in a bit of a rut as well. He can't get off 40 points at the moment. Uh, Connor next up on 39. He is winning and looks like he will win. So that puts him only four points off playoffs, which is, you know, uh, he's right in the mix. He'll be right in the mix. He could, you know, he could go. Oh, I think he will actually probably go up to fifth. Um, you know, so he's right there. Uh, and then next up is me and Mac, both on 35. I am probably going to win this week. Mac's probably not. So I'll be up to 38 points, which would put me eight points off playoffs with eight games to go, which is not ideal. And it's, I think it's probably, I think I'd need to win every game from now on, which is possible, but not probable. Uh, goal again in the Tottenham game, it's 3 0 uh, now. Who has scored? I don't know who scored. Hey, did you say you got Romero, Nick? Yes. He's been booked. Fantastic. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> who, oh, it's a. Oh, it's a key oh, known goal. Yeah, I was going to say Kane. Kane's goal's been chalked off. It's a key known goal now. Uh, it's not telling me who has scored. Come on, give me a nice little Ben Davis goal. That would be lovely. Uh, Kane. Kane goal. Fantastic. This one is a Kane goal. It seems, um, bu- 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 yeah, Kane. Don't know who's got the assist. Uh, apparently, he looked miles offside, but no, he's on. No, don't know who the assist was. Doesn't say. Uh, I'm sure it will come up soon. Uh, okay, so yeah, that's that's me and Mac. Then Ben on 34, but he looks like he could be winning. We'll take him up to 37, which means Mac will be right in the scrap for the Sacco Bowl because Mike's on 28 and winning. Uh, Ball's on 27, bottom of the table and losing. So that would, after this game week, it looks like Mike will be on 31 and Mac will be on 35. So only four points off the drop, which is quite interesting because he was miles away from it earlier on in the season. But he's just been slowly slipping down. Um, So yeah, that will be interesting to see. Uh, and finally, we've got Manager of the Month, wow. which will be decided this game week that is currently live. Um, if you don't know, Manager of the Month, every four game weeks, whoever's had the best form uh, gets 40 quid, and whoever has the worst form gets a forfeit, which is done at the end of the season. Um, this one is very uh, interesting. The manager of the month is almost certainly going to be Dave. He is on maximum points and winning at the moment. Nafe is also on maximum points and losing uh, and has a worse score than Dave. So I, I, I'm pretty sure it will be Dave at this point. And I believe that is two in a row for Dave as he won the management last month. So some great form from Dave. I think that will be eight wins on the trot which is quite impressive and that's taken him from like 6th to 2nd he's done very um, well he's done very well yeah bottom if we look down the bottom end right. it was a Nick and Jordan shootout um, to, to avoid the forfeit both on 0 points from the 3 games um, Nick you are winning handily Jordan is losing significantly so I don't see anything other than a Jordan Russell forfeit which he claims will be his first forfeit since joining the league, what, five years ago? 
I think that's correct. I've never. I don't remember same, him ever. It's always the same culprits at the big, the league, big league event. It's always the same culprits. Me, McCauley, Jordan Bannister are always Brad's the same. Brad's normally got Mike, one or two. Yeah, Mike and the Banter Bros. Well, the Banter Bros. To do yeah. people, but yeah, same culprits, and I'll be there. I'll be there next year again. I've got one next year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I think I don't. I don't remember Dab. I don't remember getting one. But yeah, this will be so that'll be interesting. Um, so that that'll be funny. Yeah, Jordan will be on the uh, on the forfeit, running the bus with the rest of the boys. Uh, okay, then right, moving on. Um, we are going to do no big topic this week. Just the two of us. We're just going to do some Would You Rather's, my favourite game. I've got six of them lined up, and I think some of them are quite interesting. Um, so we will smash straight onto that. First, uh, first up, I would say this is so it's Mane versus KDB, and I'd probably argue at the moment it's the battle for the second best fantasy option in the game. Um, I don't, can't really think of anyone else you'd you'd put in the mix. Above them to admit, other than defenders, Trent. Uh, yeah, maybe defenders. You know, Trent, Cancelo, Reece James, maybe. But you know, from the mids and the forwards, I don't think there's anyone other than Salah, Mane, KDB. Uh, Bowen put in the top three. Bowen, uh, he's in, he got injured the other day, didn't Did he? Did he get injured? Oh right. Yeah, uh, maybe Son, maybe Kane. But anyway, Mane versus KDB. Uh, that's that's the pick. So, um. What are your thoughts, Nick? Who who would you go for if if you had the choice of the two? KDB and yeah, easy, easy peasy. Yeah, City's main man. Um, City's main man. He's picked up form. City are always strong towards the end of the season, um, yeah. even with the Champions League and the other cup games. Uh, and I think he's really like since you got him, Joe, <clears throat> and you're here to be around for him. He seems to be going from strength for strength. And I think yeah. the game on Sunday really went to show you what he's capable of. Um, he's so, so good. He's, he's, he's just, unreal. He's just so he's, good. I just think Manny has probably passed his peak where KDB is probably at it or just coming to the end of it. Yeah. Um, and I think continuing on to, if he continues his form on to next year, he's, he'll be easily up there, second pick behind Salah, without a doubt. Yeah, wouldn't, wouldn't surprise me. I think... Also... Do you know what? Yeah, go on. Luis Diaz has come in and he has been starting a couple of games to get some decent amount of minutes. Yeah, true. I think um, once I think at the moment it looks like Mane plays, but once Jota and Firmino are both fit um, and there's so much more competition. I mean Jota, you know, he's fit at the moment, but he's not fully fit. I think once um, he's really fresh and Firmino's fully back, I just don't see Mane starting every game. Um Diaz looks like he's or Diaz, sorry, looks like he's playing well. Um you know, it's hard to imagine he'll keep all of them out of the lineup uh, every week. But what I will say is, um, in Mane's defence, his stats over the last six games um, are, f- are ridiculous, like absurd, absolutely absurd. He, he's so in the last. So I've I've got a little comparison up for the two of them here. So over the, this is over the last six games for each of them. So in that time. KDB's got four goals and two assists, which is pretty fucking good in six games. Mane's got five goals and one assist, which is also ridiculous. Um, Of those five goals, Mane also has an XG of 4.4, which is ridiculously high. I mean, KDB's XG is 1.3. 
Um, Mane, shots-wise, is like off the charts. He's had 17 shots in the box in six games, which is, I think, the highest in the league. Maybe second behind Salah, but it's close. You know, KDB's only had nine, for instance, so under half, or just over half of, of Mane. And Mane is scoring a serious rate uh, uh, scoring goals at a serious rate at the moment. He's in great form. Like you said, though, I just don't know if he can continue that for the whole of the rest of the season. Will he continue to get the amount of minutes he needs to um, rack the points up? But I, I think he's pretty close. And I, if Mike offered me KDB for Mane right now, I wouldn't do it. But mainly, I think, because I've got Jota... Although I've got Foden as well, so God, such a wealth of talent on my team. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I, I I would seriously consider it. I'd have to think about it. I'm not. I'd, you know, it's it's irrelevant. Um, yeah, I, I'd have to think about it. But I think for me, KDB just edges it. Uh, mainly because I just think I don't see them. While the league is still in doubt like you know while Liverpool are still right behind them I don't see Kikini not playing like they have to play him um, and he's in great form he looks fit as a fiddle at the moment so I don't really see why they wouldn't play him so yeah for me it's it's KDB but like you said it, it, it's mainly down to he is the guy isn't he and he's a bit of a stat buster as well because he's got so much talent that you don't really need to worry about the stats too much because he is going to overperform because of his like yep. shooting ability and stuff. Right, next up. This one's quite interesting, actually, because I saw on Twitter uh, a chap tagged me in a, a poll on Twitter. I think, I think it was a poll or just a discussion. Basically said he owned Ronaldo and he had been offered Zaha, um, which in my instinct was like, definitely not um, but the more I thought about it it's not the worst trade in the world Ronaldo versus Zaha so that's the that's the would you rather uh, were you like me Nick did you instantly think Ronaldo oh yeah but that's, that's because it's Ronaldo right it's Ronaldo yeah but it's not always you know it's not always about the name is it well often it's not it's ignore the name so yeah what what are your thoughts thoughts on this well, I, don't, I, I honestly don't know. So Ronaldo scored nine this season. What's um, what Zaha's? Uh, is Zaha a forward or a, he's a mid? He's a mid. Oh, okay, that makes it a bit different. So Zaha Zaha scored nine as well. Um, Oh, I, I don't know. Can you give up Ronaldo for Zaha? Yeah, I guess. I, I guess the question it comes down to um, is what your team set up like, right? If you have an abundance of forwards and you can get, we can plan to give up a prize asset like Ronaldo, um, and because you're lacking in the midfield department, then yes. But I mean, if you don't need, if you're not desperate for a specific, like a goal scorer midfielder. Probably yeah. better to keep Ronaldo, right? At least you're going to guarantee some goals. I think this, this for me comes down to at the potential of the player versus current form, in, in my opinion. Because I don't think anyone can really argue that Zaha's form isn't 
way better. I mean, so I've got a similar, you know, comparison up here. Last six games, so this is the last over the last six game weeks. Ronaldo one goal, no assists. Zaha four goals, no assists. You know, the form is heavily, you know, almost every stat is in is in Zaha's favor, right? Mm. So right now, Zaha in my opinion is a better fantasy asset, but I think Ronaldo I don't think anyone would argue Ronaldo doesn't have more potential because of how good of a player he is. And United have been playing so bad that you've got to think once they're out of these horrendous run of games, they've got quite a good fixture list to you know, through April or May. Maybe his form picks up. He is a bit of a flat track bully, Ronaldo. I don't know. I, in my, I don't think it's a bad trade, and I think it's quite even. But if it was me and I owned Ronaldo, I think you could get better than Zaha. Mm. I think you could find <clears throat> someone in your league, and this does come down to who you have in your league and how prepared they are to take a risk on someone. But I think you can get someone better than Zaha. I, I would be looking at someone like Havertz, Mount, Saka. Yeah. You know these kind of players I think are more likely to um, bring home the bacon but if those trades aren't coming in and no one's open to that then you're kind of screwed aren't you and, and it, like you say if you if you do think I, I need to have a reshuffle um, then I don't think it's horrendous I personally have a bit of a bias against Zaha anyway because I find it to be very frustrating fantasy asset just because whenever mm-hmm. I've owned him he always seems to blank he's a kind of player there's in great form then all of a sudden he blanks for two months and gets a load of bookings and just looks really frustrated and that is very annoying so yeah Zaha's not my favourite but yeah I don't I don't think it's the worst I don't think it's the worst trade in the world okay next up um, Coutinho versus Havertz um, this one is quite interesting I think because I think if I if if you'd asked me a little while ago, I would have said Coutinho easily. Uh, but Havertz, it's really starting to pick up, and and I I've got a thing for Havertz. He, he just strikes me as I don't know the kind of player I want to own. What do you think about this one, Nick? Is this easy for you, or do you think this is close? I think <laughs> probably would go. Chelsea have a good run into the end of the season. They've got unbelievably good fixtures and looks like going off the last game Lukaku is not going to be their starting striker so therefore Havertz starts you would um, think yeah you would think right so kind of the pinpoint of their attack he's actually a decent goal threat um, where Oh, that's a hard one. I'd probably have to go with Havertz just because of the fact that he's a Chelsea player um, and they have a good run into the end of the season. Whereas I feel like Aston Villa blow hot and cold. Like, yeah. Coutinho is like obviously their stand-up player and is playing very well. But if they, I don't know what their run-in for the end of the season is like. Mixed. Um, it's not brilliant, mixed. but it's not horrendous. So I think going on that, you'd have to go with Havertz, right? Yeah, Ah. Uh... If they had an easy run into the end of the season, yeah, probably the better to go with him. Do swing it. I, I tr- for draft in general, I don't think fixtures are that 
important for the big players because you're going to keep them for the majority of the year most of the time unless you're in a very active trade league which we kind of are but in general you're looking long term but once you start getting to around sort of game week 30 long term there is no long term do you know what i mean like we're looking at eight game weeks nine game weeks left and the fixtures now play a much much bigger importance than they did at the start of the season i think based on just pure you know if you discount the fixtures for me it's coutinho um i just think he's in better form probably i think everything goes through him they all look to him constantly he's always on the ball creates a shitload of chances we know he's good for long shots and stuff um and you know he's actually he's actually getting in the box a fair a fair bit as well um but yeah, I mean, like, I'm just looking now. In the last six games, you know, shots in the box: Coutinho nine, Havertz eight. Which, and that's their last, the last six games they've actually played. Uh, so that kind of surprises me, you know, Coutinho getting more shots in the box than Havertz, who's basically been playing up front, false nine maybe. But for me, the fixtures are so good for Chelsea that it's close enough that I think Havertz is the better pick. Um, there is, I mean, you do have the fear that, I mean, in the first half against Burnley, they didn't look good at all. They were second best by a mile. Then they got a goal and the, the momentum of the game completely changed and they walked through Burnley. But I do think if maybe if Burnley had scored first in that game and Burnley had some really good chances, would Chelsea have struggled? Burnley would have been right up for it, sit, sitting deep. Chelsea might have struggled to create chances. Maybe they bring Lukaku on. And then, you know, for Havertz, if, if he's not done anything at that point, and then we're probably looking at this with a completely different frame of mind. So, I don't know. It, I, I'd always fear with Havertz, he's one blank away from getting dropped because Lukaku is there. And at, at the moment, definitely Havertz is number one choice in that team. But, yeah, it always just strikes me that one bad performance and he could be out the lineup. Whereas Coutinho plays, like, no matter what. So, for me, for me, Havertz, but that's mainly fixtures. I, I think it's it could go either way, um, you know. Apart from that, so next up we have got JWP versus Odegaard. Nick, you own uh, Odegaard still? I yes, I do. I've stuck with him through thick and thin because he was. I picked him up. When did I pick him up? It's quite. It's it, January, perfect, it was quite a, quite a while ago. Um, I picked him up for. No, these are trades, free waivers. Yeah, picked on in January time when he hit some form. Was he? Mm. Yeah. Anyway, I picked him up when he perfectly when he hit some form, and then his kind of form dropped off a bit, and I kind of stuck with him because he was still playing. He's kind of scored this week, so it's kind of a, a reward of my well. faith. Yeah. Um. So I just, that's another very difficult one because obviously. Mm. Even as much as in our group chat, there's a few die, there's a singular diehard Southampton fan and a few, one, yeah, a few people who claim to be a Southampton fan, so yet never go to the games. Um, we got one Saints fan and a few fantasy football fans that also support yeah. Southampton. <clears throat> ben Antrobus, Michael Antrobus, um, John. Um, so, yeah, so I think. Southampton are actually having a very good season, um, believe it or not. If, but if you look in our group chat, Southampton are probably in the relegation zone. Yeah. Um, 
and James Ward-Prowse is an asset because he always, yeah, he, he always plays. He has a, he's very good at free kicks and he's on the other set pieces. Um, but I mean, for me, even though they're pretty similar, I probably have to go with Odengar because he's a bigger name. <laughs> he plays for Arsenal. With that, yeah. would be well. It comes out, and I know that's there's nothing that has literally nothing to do with stats or how each player plays, but. There's something nice about looking at your team and seeing like Odegaard, like I look at my team, I've got like Bernardo Silva, Odegaard, like James Laporte, and they're like, I have all these big names. Yeah. And Whereas the you could, yeah, and the kits, yeah. <laughs> Whereas you look, you see like, like, yeah, you could have argue, you could have like, Jet, like James Ward Prowse and like Hoysberg and someone else. And arguably, they're all, they all get the same points, but you're just, it's just not as aesthetically pleasing on the eye. And that's why I would go with Odegaard. Mm, yeah, I think this is pretty fucking close, actually. I think this it comes down to open play versus set pieces. And yes, Warprouse has value outside of set pieces as well, but in re- in reality, not that much. Um, you know, the vast majority of his chances created come from corners and free kicks of which he takes all of them and he plays every minute so he does have and he's got great delivery so he does get a lot of chance from set pieces but he is absolutely relying on that for fantasy mm. points really um yeah uh, it's tough because i i'm not convinced odegaard is a goal scorer really I mean he did score a good goal at the weekend and he, and he has scored a few this season but he, he, in front of goal he never really convinces me to be honest and he's he's much more of a link man than mm. that sort of final pass or final shot but he is very involved in the final third like he's always on the ball he's always floating around you know linking passes and stuff so yeah it is pretty close to this but I think I would take Odegaard as well Arsenal have some tough games coming up um, but most of the tough games look like they're going to be falling double game week so that's good and then all their single game week fixtures look easy so I think Arsenal are pretty good value um, fixture wise for the end for the run in so yeah, I'd go I'd go Odegaard, I think, as well, but yeah, pretty pretty close for me that one. Uh next up, I I'm interested to see what, what we have here. Saka versus Sterling. Obviously we got the City fan and the Arsenal fan. Uh what do you think about this, Nick? I, you you can go first. What are your thoughts? If if you owned one of them, would you take a trade for the other one? Like what who would you rather have? I think in my current team, if I had Sterling and someone offered me Saka, Saka, I'd snap your hand off for it. Really? And if it was the other way around and I had Saka and someone offered me Sterling, I'd decline it. Uh-huh. Mainly because Sterling, even though he could get a run of, get a run of games in the team um, and do really well, but then he could not get a run of games to the team and, you've, and then he doesn't do anything, right? He's, yeah. he's going to play, but he won't play 80 minutes, right? But Saka does. Mm. Um, and Arsenal don't have a... Do they have any Europe, European games? No. Nope. 
Nope, so no, no European games. No so cups. Kind of Out the FA yeah. Cup. No Europe. Just Prem left. So, Saka's got eight. Week. Yeah, so he plays every week. So, Saka's got eight goals, six assists this season. And Sterling has ten goals, three assists. Um, so, yeah, I think we're going with Saka that one. That's... Fair enough. Yeah, I think... Um... I think this is quite tough, actually. I, I would, I would go for Saka as well. I think, but mainly just for security. I don't. Sterling's so fucking frustrating. He's so uh. frustrating. Like he's great, and I think he may well score more points than Saka for the rest of the season. Um, the thing with Sterling, and and this is like his biggest. Uh, like the best thing about him in my opinion uh, as a fantasy option is that he has this knack of getting massive chances like tap-ins basically uh, in, in the last six games right I'm just, I was just like glancing through the stats right the last six games so Saka's had 18 shots and Sterling's had 11 so instantly you know Saka way way clear of those shots Saka's had zero big chances and big a big chance is basically a one-on-one with a keeper or a tap-in, right? So he's had zero out of 18. Sterling's had six out of 11. Over half his shots are big chances. I don't think I've ever seen that. Like, all he seems to do is lurk around at the back post. Like, as soon as the ball goes out to the other wing, he just wanders to the back post, waits, 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 and then seems to walk onto a tap-in. And it, it kind of suits the way City play as well. But six big chances out of 11. I mean, he's only scored two of them. He's only got two out of six, which is pretty poor. But, yeah, that's and that's what Sterling gives you. When he starts, like, he may not score every game, but you know he's got... you At some point in the game, you will be stood up in the living room, like... With your hands in the air, expecting yeah. multiple goals, um, because that's just the way he plays. So I, I, it wouldn't surprise me if Sterling outscores him. In fact, in fact, I think Sterling probably will outscore him. But I would rather have Saka because there's nothing worse than City versus Norwich, and mm. you look at the lineup and Sterling's on the bench. Yeah, it's just from a mental health perspective, it's just <laughs> a good thing. Yeah. I think. Uh, okay, then final one. This is interesting. Um, I think you know in the lo- this is another one where in the long term I think this is easy but well maybe not easy but pretty easy for me anyway but in the short term very interesting and that is Reese James versus Cancelo so for me Cancelo is clear the best him and Trent for me are the top two defender picks and it's not even close Reese James is good uh, but not in the same bracket for me but looking at the fixtures, looking at the form of Reese James, looking at Europe rotation for City, do you think this comes close, Nick? Like if some if Mac offered you Cancelo, would you take it? Because you own Reese James. Um, no, I wouldn't take it. <sighs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Woo! Um, why wouldn't I take? It? Oh, I mean, I have two City players already. And it's a city rotation, right? I mean, mm. Cancelo plays a lot, plays almost every game. It, almost city. every game, yeah, yeah, almost every game. Um, I mean, he's played ninety minutes, so he's one one game, one game where he played seventy-seven minutes in game week ten. Uh, 
and then he missed game week 17 and 25 other than that's 90 minutes every single game week yeah so he's pretty nailed on the rotation um, is a bit of a myth for, Ke- for Cancelo yes. anyway like he plays pretty much um, but City have a season, a season run to the end of the season isn't bad either the um, problem for me is the games that you think are the m- most bankable especially if they're after or directly after or directly before a European tie are the games that he's most likely to be rested for. Like the easier the game, say, yeah. the more <clears throat> likely he gets rested because he's so important. That's kind of a similar yeah. position to KDB as well. Um, so it does but, depend on how yeah. the sharp end of a Champions League um, gets to uh, City. May, he may get rested. He may not play a full night, 80 minutes, 90 minutes. Yeah. 80 minutes. <laughs> oh, God. <the> rugby <laughs> rugby is that? Yeah, so... Um, I don't know. I think it's 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 a toss of a coin for that one for me personally. Um, looking at both the fixtures and both the teams, I think if you had one or the other and you, they 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 offered it, Mac offered me the trade, would I take it? Maybe, probably wouldn't. Um, mm. But I, I I can't give you a, a definite answer on why I would pick one over the other because it seems uh, like it's pretty fair. Yeah, and I feel like I if, think. I think for me it's Reese James, mainly because of the fixtures, and I mean he, to be fair, he's not he's not immune from um, fuck me another Kulusevski assist. It's four 0 to Spurs. Regions come off the bench and scored for Jord. Oh, that puts their game very yes. fucking exciting. Goodness gracious me, that's very that is very close now. Kulusevski two assists for Bohr as well. That's not ideal, but should be fine. Um, yeah, anyway. But, oh, actually, I'm an idiot. Oh, no, no, that's the wrong player, person, that's why. Does, does the app ever do this thing for you, Nick, where you oh, you don't have the iPhone? I don't anymore. use the app. No, I use the website. You're clever. Sometimes you click on someone's name and it just shows you a completely different team to what you're expecting to see. <laughs> and, yeah. Um, yeah, anyway, I, for me, it's Reese James mainly, and, and again, it's the fixtures, I think. The fixtures, and he's not guaranteed to start but I don't really s- the difference when he plays compared to when he, he's out of the team is so massive that I I think he will I think he'll start the majority vast majority of the games and yeah I just think he's so crucial to how Chelsea play uh, and like he's so attacking uh, it's Reese James for me I I, I now I'm going to go out on a limb and I think he will probably be the highest scoring defender between now and the end of the season I hope so um, I reckon <laughs> I, I, it's probably between him and Trent and you own them both so yeah yeah, not a bad place to be uh, for you but yeah Reese James for me it's the, it's, it's the Cancelo <laughs> the games he misses will probably be the easiest fixtures if he misses any mm. and that is annoying that is really annoying um, and I, I fear I may be in a similar position with KDB, but yeah, yeah, we'll have to wait and see. But then again, you know, if the, if the title race is really close, Pep may think there's no there's no way he can he can risk it. Rest him, yeah. You know, he's been stung before rotating players and and it not really working out for him. Um, right, let's quickly do game week twenty nine. We'll just rush through these super quick. Um, we will start with wow the, the, on the draft fantasy just put the games in a seemingly random order 
Um, and because I've not done any prep, that is the order I'm going to do them in. And the first one is Mac versus Boar, which is yeah. the stinkiest fixture <laughs> imaginable at the moment. That is pretty uh, bad. They're both on pretty bad form. Um, let's have... I'm going to have to get it up on the website because the... Oh, uh, my days. Bannister has a lot of doubles. Holy yeah, shit. Ba- Bannister, uh, Bannister is in, in a good place. Bannister think, has... For this uh, game. One, two, one, one, two, three, four, five, six doubles. Then Macaulay has no doubles. No, that's a lie. Two, three, four doubles. Five double, five. Oh, okay, they're actually not that close. I got carried away because I saw that. <laughs> got us, yeah. <laughs> oh, my app has completely crashed. The website is not. Does the website ever not load for you? Yeah, it's just really slow. I'll add a new, load a new tab and it'll load up yeah. instantly. So, it's... Macaulay's doubles are he's got Dunk versus Liverpool and Tottenham. Ugh. Can't really see him. Can't see anything there. Fabinho versus Brighton and Arsenal. Basuma versus Liverpool and Tottenham. And then Firmino versus Brighton and Arsenal. And then Jolington versus Everton and Chelsea. So they're not actually the greatest of doubles there, really. Um, no. Well, a lot Jordan, of the doubles are quite mixed this week, the fixtures. There's nothing they're actually stand tough. out. Yeah. So Jordan Boer has White versus Leicester and Liverpool. Van Dijk versus Brighton and Arsenal. Shelby, who, who's got is versus Chelsea and Everton. Kulisevsky versus Man United and Brighton. And Lacazette versus uh, Lacazette versus Leicester and Liverpool. Yeah, I could actually, I could see this swinging either way for this, to be honest. I could see this either being 20 points each, everybody's got six points or whatever, or two points, or like it being an absolute haul for one of them. Yeah. I Depending on that. how those doubles go, because even though the games, they're not like easy double ups, there's still p- potential for someone, a team there to go ahead and win. Like, um, like Kulazeski versus United and Brighton is, you know, that could be a bit of a haul. Um, mm. And Lacazette is so. Yeah, Lacazette, I quite like Lacazette, Leicester at home, Liverpool at home. That's, <clears> that's quite decent. Good nick a goal there, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is quite this is quite a tough one to call actually. I think Ball yeah. would probably have too much for him to be honest. Um, yeah, I I like I quite like you know Kulusevski. That's that's quite a pick. That was a good pick. Yeah, yeah. I I like him again. The way at United and the way at Brighton seem like that's Conte kind of fixtures, aren't they? He can yeah. sit back. He won't have much of the ball and then hit on the break. Which Kulisevsky seems to be quite suited to. So, yeah, I fancy Bore. I fancy Bore in this one, I'm afraid to say. Uh, next up, we have got. Me versus Bradley Reese. Which is looking alright. So, I've got my Chelsea boys at home versus Newcastle. So, that should be right. And then I've got Calvert Lewin versus Wolves and Newcastle. And then Trent versus Brighton and Arsenal for my double. Oh, no. Um, then Odegaard and then Luis Diaz both have doubles as yeah, well. you've got decent. I've got and Chelsea have got Newcastle at home as well, yeah. which is only a single game week, but it's a nice fixture at least. And what's Brad got? 
Brad's got uh, his only doublers oh. are Gabriel and Smith Rowe, who have Leicester at home, Liverpool at home, um, Emerson away at United and Brighton, and that's it. So Brad yeah. is, yeah, it's not looking, it's not looking like a good week for Brad. To be honest, his fixtures are shocking. Um, him and there's a way to Everton's okay. I don't fancy Coutinho really at West Ham. They're quite defensive. Uh, Diaz, what's up with Diaz? Is he is he dead? Injured for you like know? he's injured, long term injury. Oh, is it? Injury, yeah. Oh right, okay. Well, he's fucked then. Brad should drop him then. Surely it be it be it won't be back. By I the think time it's the playoffs yeah. Around. It's like an awkward amount. It's like not to the end of the season, uh, but like he'd no, be back for the last then. like four or so. Yeah. Uh, okay. Brad wouldn't drop him, would he? Let's be honest. No, no way. I, I think Brad's going to seriously struggle it. I, Trent away to Brighton and Arsenal, that looks good. That oh, sorry, he's back, back the 4th of March, so it's a four-week injury. So, 4th of April? 4th of... 4th of March was last a few days ago. Sorry, 10th, the 10th of March. No, oh, April, wow. yes. Sorry, I'm, I'm being a mong, April, sorry. I'll try to look at two things at once, yeah. He's back in a month's time, pretty much. Nick's, Nick's lost his marbles. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I fancy you here. I don't see... Brad's going to have to make some serious pickups to have a chance this week, and Brad doesn't make pickups. No. So, yeah, my money's on you there, Nick. Uh, next up, we've got me versus Connor. This, I think, is going to be a big, big, big week. Um, we've both got a lot of doublers. He's got the uh, he's got the double Liverpool defence of Matip slash. Although, oh, fuck me, it's five 0 Kane's just scored again. Um, so he's got Robertson, who definitely you would think start Brighton and Arsenal. Uh, but then it, this see this is what his tactic of having Matip and Canate and thinking well one of them's going to play. It doesn't really work in a double game week because one of them could play each mm. game, and I'm not really. Matip was ill so maybe Canate starts Brighton but you can't think the illness is going to last that long so he'll probably be back for Arsenal so it's quite an awkward one I'm not really sure what Connor's going to do about that but you know best case scenario he has double Liverpool defence which looks quite good but then I fancy Arsenal to score Brighton at the Amex they may well score as well not not certain on that one but we'll see then he's got two Newcastle boys Byrne and Fraser away to Chelsea and Everton He's got Pulisic and Havertz, Newcastle at home, Hoiberg with a double, Richarlison, Mope with doubles. So he's got some good fixtures. He has got some good fixtures. I, on the other hand, have reasonably good fixtures. I've got Tierney, Tomiyasu and Partey, all with Leicester and Liverpool at home in the double. And I've got double Newcastle defence. Although I'm not sure if I'm going to play Kraft, to be honest. Chelsea away, Everton away. I'm not sure if they keep it clean in either of those. And I've got the keeper as well, so I don't really think doubles worth it then Rudiger Newcastle at home Ben Davis with a double United and Brighton I really don't know who I'm going to play either I've got a real headache this week because I can only I need so I'm going to bench Ramsey and I'm probably going to bench Watkins then I have to decide I'm probably going to bench Neto as well but I basically have a choice between Rudiger KDB Foden and Lukaku I need to bench one of them um which is pretty awkward because KDB and Foden have Palace away, which I quite like the sound of. I think I I don't really want to bench Lukaku because he if he starts Newcastle at home, 
he could haul. No. But, so uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I may well end up benching Lukaku for that. Um, it, it depends. If he starts Norwich, or if he comes on and plays well, uh, then I'll play him. If he doesn't play or comes off the bench and does shit, then I'll probably bench him versus Newcastle. But we'll see. Uh, yeah, but it's going to be. I don't. I'm not confident I'll win. Uh, really, I think it's going to be a close game, and it's all going to come down to the doubles. And yeah, it's going to be a bit of a uh, a bit of a tight one, I think. Which yeah, I could do. With, I need I need the win if I've got any chance. Next up, we've got one of my favourite grudge matches in the league: Dave versus Jordan Russell, which is always enjoyable. Um, at the start of the season, John put a bet on with me that Dave wouldn't beat Jordan all season. <laughs> He's currently 0 for 2. And if he loses this one and one and they and they don't face each other in the playoffs, then the bet is won and I'll be very disappointed. So I'm <laughs> rooting for Dave in this one. Uh Dave has as always, you know, he's always set up for the doubles. Yeah. Uh he, he he's got his head screwed on. He's got Larice and Doherty uh, at the double with United Kane. and Brighton. He's got Kane with a double, Martinelli with a double as well. Um, and I suspect he'll make multiple changes, I would have thought. He'll probably drop Herver. He may well drop Mings, pick up, may well drop Perot as well and pick up a, a doubler. So, yeah, I fancy him to have a couple more doubles by the time the, the deadline comes around. Um, so it looks like a pretty decent week for Dave, I reckon. Oh. On the other hand, Jordan. I mean, how a many players who is who's going to play? Yeah. yeah, never set up. Yeah, how many of his players are going to start? Yeah. We don't know. It's 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 a bit of a mystery, really, with Jordan. Um, is he Max Man back, or is he still injured? I think he. If he's look. not back, yeah, I think he will be by the time they play. Yeah, games. he's back. Yeah. Um. So yeah, he's got St. Max double in Chelsea and Everton. He's got Son, uh, United and Brighton, and Reggie on United and Brighton, and Ramsdale and goal uh, with Leicester and Liverpool at home. So not the strongest set of double game week fixtures, and I don't fancy him to pick many players up that will help him. Um, I think if he did, if he made a few changes, picked up a couple of you know decent pickups. He could have a chance. I'm not. This this isn't like a one way game. I don't think. I think this would be quite close. Jord is Dave's bogey team as well. Um, so yeah, what do you think? I don't think it's going to be a whitewash. I don't think I can. Dave's on good form. Jordan's not on good form. And I feel yeah. like Dave will pick up enough players to like see him through here. I think Jordan has the patience to research enough players to to pick it up. Uh, to pull this around so yeah I've got to go with Dave on this one yeah I, I think that's probably the way of it to be honest next up we've got John versus Naif um, both in reasonably good form uh, although neither, both of them look like they might lose this week um, but uh, I think this one looks like Naif might be back to his best you know Salah yeah. with a double game week is always terrifying um, no matter like who you play, and he's also got Willock with a double. Who even if he doesn't, you know, get in tackle turns, great, great for Kante points as well. Other than that, he's not got too much actually. You know, Cucurella with a pretty tough double. Liverpool and, and Tottenham at home. 
and and Dyer as well with with United and Brighton away. Um, John, on the other hand, uh, he's got Saka with Leicester and Liverpool at home. That's pretty good. Henderson in the Brighton and Arsenal double for Liverpool and Allison in that as well. Um, other than that, there's a load of single game weeks and John's. I think John he had a good he had a good week versus me, where basically all his players returned. But other than that, I feel like he's getting away with it a bit a bit at the moment. Um, I don't know. What do you think? Is, is his team doesn't scream points? It doesn't scream points, but John. Never, John does yeah, what yeah, well, never does, and John does what he needs to do to get by. Um, so I don't think I don't think that Salah double screams at me that that's going to be a haul, and John's going to get nowhere near. Yeah. Salah's got a great record against Arsenal as well, which <laughs> yeah, which is obviously half of their double. Uh, yeah, sorry, John, I, I think Nate's going to roll on the steam train rolls on in my yeah. opinion there. I uh, just don't see it. Um, Okay, finally, we've got probably my... You know, I said George versus Dave is one of my favourite fixtures. This is my favourite fixture, and that is the Antra Bro derby. We've got Ben versus Mike. The brothers go at it. Um, what can I say about Ben's team? It looks awful on paper. It looks horrendous. That's it. <laughs> That's all I can say. It doesn't look good. I don't like um, to bash it there because he's under good form. He's, yeah, he's and he, a good he's couple of games, just seems but. to win quite quite often. Yeah, it doesn't look good on paper. I just, you know, the four ever the four Wolves boys that he's got away to Everton is quite yeah. a good fixture, but it's not brilliant. Gallagher and I, you have City at home, which is horrendous. Um, Norgard might be out. Which is a big loss because Norgard gets so many candy points for him. Um, yeah, I don't. I just don't love Ben's fixtures this week. Mike, on the other hand, he's got Mane with that double game week. That looks really good. Mm. Uh, he's got Shah, who he picked up this week with a double. Uh, Decore with Wolves and Newcastle at home. That's they're quite good fixtures. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't. Neither, neither, neither yeah. set of fixtures are great, are they? No, neither of these teams. You think, wow, look at those fixtures. Um, it's, but for it me, I think Mike's even. form might just carry on. Yeah, oh yeah, I think the Mane, the Mane versus Brighton versus Arsenal is probably Mane's where, got a great record against Arsenal yeah, as well. <laughs> where I think is where that game has won or lost for Mike. Otherwise, it's pretty hard to call. Um, yeah, if Mane doesn't haul, then yeah, it could go either way. To be honest, yeah, agreed. That's where I think it will come down to as well. Uh, is that all of them? That's all of them, I think, isn't it? That is all of them. Yes. Right. Um, have you got anything else you want to talk about before we head on out of nope. it? Right. Cool. Um, thank you for joining me. Um, what have I got to say? I'm going to do. So it's Monday night. I'm going to do the waiver video tomorrow for Game Week 289. So that will be live Tuesday evening, probably. Um, other than that we've got nothing else planned for this week we'll be back with a podcast again probably next Monday night again I would imagine uh, let me think about my shifts I am on nights next Monday so yep that'll be fine um, maybe Tuesday Monday or Tuesday next week I would have thought other than that uh, thank you well, for listening I do have one thing go on then Macaulay Endo you are an absolute disgrace and you should not be in this league the fact how little you participate in updating your squad and participate in the chat thank you he won't listen to that but yeah I know that's why I wanted to put it it. (laughs) yeah 
uh, yeah, there's no way he's still listening. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right, cheers, Nick. Thank you for coming on. Uh, thank you for joining me on this Monday evening, and we will see you next week. Yeah.